Hey everyone, Deeply Discussing Dexter is coming to an end with Season 8, Episode 12, but don't deeply despair. We've got an all-new podcast starting up to take its place. The Deeply Discussing Movie Podcast takes the episode-by-episode style and switches it with streaming movies. Every week, Aaron, Brooke, Zach, and I, as well as some new voices, will discuss a movie you can stream at home and then come listen to our discussion. At the end of each episode, we rotate to another podcaster to choose the next movie. It's like a 21st century book club, but with streaming movies. So you can subscribe to Deeply Discussing, the movie podcast, at its website, www.deeplydiscussing.com. You can do it on Apple Podcast or your favorite podcast provider. Watch the movie for the first episode of Separation, now on Netflix, and then come listen at deeplydiscussing.com starting April 20th. Again, the movie is A Separation from 2011, and the podcast is at deeplydiscussing.com. Now, on with the show. Brothers and Sanguine Sisters to Deeply Discussing Dexter. I'm your host, Dale Maxfield. I'm joined by Aaron Caldwell. Hello. Brooke Merritt. Hi. And Zach Roland. Hey. And today we're discussing Season 8, Episode 9, Make Your Own Kind of Music. On this episode, Vogel had two sons, but one killed the other. Saxon may be the living son who faked his death in a fire. Dying in a fire sounds pretty good right now. Everyone concludes that Hannah should hide at Deb's. What did you guys think of this episode overall? Well, we've a hish- officially hit the what-the-fuck territory. <laughs> officially? Uh, <laughs> I mean, if season six wasn't enough, what the fuck for you? Here we are at the end of season eight. The needle is um, buried in what-the-fuck at this point. <laughs> well, and th- what's bad about this one is that it's not even like fun bad because some of the worst ones there's at least some laughable stuff. This one's just boring bad, and that's the worst kind of bad. Everything that happens in the Vogel story from this point is just garbage, and sadly, that is all we're left with. I think I actually wrote down the Vogel storyline as garbage yeah. <laughs> in my notes. Mm. So yeah, exactly what you said. Yeah, it just seems like it came so late in the game and didn't really make a difference. And then all of this planning and like everything that happens, it's just like Dexter's... Uh, <laughs> that's it. There's so much treading water going on. Yeah, yeah. Just like nothing can happen until the end, so we have a cliffhanger for the next episode so that nothing can happen until the end for a cliffhanger for that next episode. Like we got four more cliffhangers guys. We got it. We got to pat them out. Yeah. It's just so boring. It starts with Dexter in bed with Hannah. He says he needs to go to Vogel to figure out his next move. Hannah plans to get money. She's been hiding with Arlene Dexter and Hannah say, I love you. Vogel recognizes the song playing when Dexter found Zach Dexter finds blood and hair in Zach's photography studio. Vogel says Dexter can't hope to have a life with Hannah. She's just like positivity. Just absolute positivity. You you can't have a normal life. 
I tried to help you have a normal life by killing all these people, but you can't ever have a normal life. Uh, I don't know. You're perfect, Dexter. I feel like this whole trope of using like music uh, as like a as like a clue, you know, uh, for like when like uh, this is this is like a standard serial killer trope, right? At this point now, right, where people use music as a as a thing, and like, oh, can you tell? You know, like. Uh, it's so boring to me. I'm just saying. It's just so stupid. <laughs> yeah. The song that he plays whenever he's around. Yeah. Yeah. I, it just it just seems so standard. Like, at least Dexter could try. Not Dexter himself, but the writers of Dexter could try harder to make it more fun. And they don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the, the, the third killer that's had a song that he plays. Because Trin- mm-hmm. Trinity did... Uh, and the ice truck killer. Well, this is Vogel's me time song. <laughs> she turns it on. She gets her tea out, and she gets all comfy in her chair, and listens to some Mama Cass. Kind of music. <laughs> yeah. Um, Elway shows the info on Hannah McKay slash Maggie to a U.S. Marshal, uh, played by Kenny Johnson of the Shield fame. So. Good to see him in something, although his character just kind of fumbles around, not really making much headway. Uh, Quinn gives Zeb's Quinn gives Deb Zach's information. He tells her he thinks that Zach killed Cassie. Deb goes to Dexter to find out, but Dexter tells her Zach didn't kill Cassie and that Zach's dead. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and done. Great, good job. End of that. This is a great storyline. Yeah, Zach. The DNA of the blood slash hair found at Zach's lab is a familial match to Dr. Vogel. Vogel said she had two sons. Her son Daniel killed Richard. Daniel was a psychopath. He died in a fire in an English asylum. Dexter thinks he faked his death. Dexter quickly Hmm. puts together that Oliver Saxon, Cassie's boyfriend, is probably probably Daniel using some ridiculous age progression and facial recognition software. He actually screws this up pretty bad. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I love that software. I think probably be in his mid forties now. And so he adds 40 (laughs) years. I'm like, that's not how that works. (laughs) That's not math. I want. I want to say this is where uh, Facebook got the idea for all of their, uh, you know, like those Facebook aging things or whatever. Like, what age will you be or whatever? This was the precursor for that. Yeah, and it just fails in so many. They always ways. make me look like Edward James almost. <laughs> so, I guess good. Good luck with that. For just, me, <laughs> just hanging out by the trash cans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing here, Dale? I want to save you. <laughs> trash is in the wrong bin. I actually miss season six with this conversation. This is how bad this season is. Can we just go back, but not start over? Uh, the U.S. Marshal asks if Dexter has seen Hannah. Dexter denies it. Batista puts a uniform patrol on Dexter to protect him. Dexter calls Hannah and warns her about the marshal. He decides to drive her to Arlene's. Deb tells Quinn that Zach didn't kill Cassie. 
Quinn convinces Deb to talk to Jamie and try to learn more about Cassie. At Arlene's, Dexter and Hannah get Hannah's money, but Dexter sees the marshal approaching at the front door. Deb pretends to just be there. I'm sorry, Dexter pretends to be there just as a friend. The marshal questions Arlene about where her newfound wealth is coming from, and Dexter pretends to admit he's been helping out, alluding to them being a couple. Okay. Sugar Dexter. Okay. This scene is horrible. Not just in general, but like in the sheer mechanics of it. He the the US Marshal turns and leaves, and a couple seconds later, Hannah and Dexter walk out and then argue in the street for about five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're hiding from this guy that is literally probably starting his car right now. It, It it makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, if this was the shield version of that of that if that if that actor was playing his shield character, he would definitely have caught him by now. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> uh Harrison Look Aunt Deb, I can write my name. Jamie tells Deb about Oliver and that he seemed way more into her than she was into him. Why is Harrison proud he can write his own name? He's like fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. he well, also just he just also just learned to wipe his own ass, but he's not uh, <laughs> boasting about that either. So he still makes Jamie do it, though. <laughs> he, like, he likes the way she wipes. <laughs> oh yeah. wow! She wipes. She wipes uh, top to bottom. Uh, he, that's the way he likes it. <laughs> Jesus! Wow. <laughs> Hmm. Have have you guys ever had a personal bidet where someone spits in your ass? (laughs) I mean, that's not what I call it. (laughs) I've been I've been led down the wrong path in my life. You might be talking about gay the sex. Uh, Quinn and Deb question Saxon. Deb catches Saxon in a lie about. vacation plans in the Bahamas. Quinn kisses Deb. Deb says, let's pretend you didn't. But you did. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, let's pretend. (laughs) I mean, Deb's got to have a a romantic arc this season that doesn't involve Dexter. And that makes this all okay. Does it? Mm. Uh, It's... mm. Better than the alternative. I mean, this is just Jamie getting the shaft again. We got to get Deb and Quinn back together. It's important. I I was thinking where they were going to get Deb with uh, Oliver for a second. I mean, it really tracks with how the rest of her storylines have gone, right? So, yeah, it turns out Quinn is going to be a serial killer by the end of the show. <laughs> That's why Deb's into him. <laughs> I'm here for that twist. <laughs> like that Quinn actually killed Nadia. I was just going to say it. Uh. <laughs> um, Deb arrives home. Hannah and Dexter are there. They want to have Hannah hide out there. Deb grudgingly agrees. She tells them that Saxon likely killed Cassie. Dexter warns her to stay away from Saxon. 
Here's what I love about all of this. Nothing. Um, but what I <laughs> think is interesting God. is that they, like, Deb has gone through so much with this, with the, with the the Hannah McKay stuff, like, from last season to this season, the back and forth, the, the poisoning of her, uh, the potential boyfriend, um, just, like, all of this crap, right? And then, like, it's, like, moving so fast that they like the expectation of her to be okay with everything that's happened in the last couple of seasons is insane. It's yeah, insane. No one can come to terms with stuff like that that quickly. Not no one. It's uh, impossible. It's ridiculous. Well, I, I mean, sure. It's te- I'll, I'll hide Hannah out while I'm trying <laughs> to get back onto the force, and I know that there's a U.S. marshal following me around looking for her, and. Time holds no meaning and, in Dexter. And <laughs> eat the food that she cooked for me after she, you know, uh, poisoned me and everyone around me. Uh, yeah, she fucking poisoned her and almost killed her. And she's like, let's hang out. <laughs> that actually makes the conversation better because Dexter's like, <laughs> stay away from the, the crazy killer. I'm going to leave this one here, though. <laughs> So, <laughs> and I actually will say the only thing that I almost sort of kind of would have liked in this episode, if I liked any of it, the little the friction between Hannah and Deb, I thought the scene was pretty good. I mean, there were some good little lines, but still, factually speaking, no, she's not going to eat that salad. Yeah, I think what eventually wins Deb over with Hannah, like, I don't think Deb actually ever likes Hannah. But the fact that Hannah is willing to, like, not engage with Deb on for for Dexter's sake, like she's willing to put up with Deb's shit for Dexter's sake and not fight back or like, you know, speak up for herself. I think Deb eventually like finds that endearing. Let's hope. Um, <laughs> Harrison wishes that Hannah could be her mom, be his mom. Uh, using a soda can from Saxon's apartment, Dexter confirms that he is Vogel's son. Vogel doesn't want Dexter to kill him anymore. Uh, Dexter thinks Saxon is spying on Vogel's computer. He has a right a message to lure Saxon to a restaurant the next day. Anna suggests that Dexter and Harrison move with her to Argentina, and Dexter accepts. Guess we're doing that now. <laughs> like, they've been talking about Argentina off and on for a year now. Yeah, but it's always been so. like her little girl fantasy, Argentina will fix all my problems. And now they're like adults being chased by the police, and they're like, Argentina. It's like, let's go to Never Neverland. Exactly. Think happy thoughts. Nothing has meaning in Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing has meaning in my life after watching Dexter. <laughs> I don't know, like the <laughs> the little bullets in in Dell's notes where he talks about the little things that Harrison adds to each scene. <laughs> they give all of this meaning. Yes, a deep meeting. Matthews and P- Matthews tells Batista to let him know if they can find a uh, now missing Zach Hamilton. 
Batista gives Deb her badge back. She's back as a detective or sergeant, maybe. And Batista says she can earn her way back up. Deb asks for more time to think about it. Oh, Deb. Just keep asking for that time. It's like it's like the eighth time this season already that she's cock-blocked Batista bringing her back onto the force. Just needs time, man. She just needs time. Yeah. Lots and lots of time. Hannah cleaned up at Deb's place and made dinner. Deb's not sure about eating Hannah's food, but it doesn't kill her. The marshal tells Dexter he, he thinks Hannah is gone and he doesn't need protection anymore. Harrison saves the day by calling the blonde woman in his family his mom instead of Hannah. Oh, thank God. So that, Harrison. That, oh. that bullet from like three minutes ago where Harrison wishes Hannah could be his mom, that, that saved her from being <laughs> captured. See? Gives it meaning. <laughs> yeah, what would we do if we didn't have Harrison? I mean, we'd, we'd <laughs> totally be screwed right now. Yeah. <laughs> we'd be fine. You'd be well, like, be that's Co- Hannah. She's in the closet. <laughs> They'd have to have Cody taking care of that stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I was going to say, then Astrid get all pissed off and run away. <laughs> yeah. Go into a teenage huff. You're not my mom! <laughs> yeah. My 11-year-old daughter has started doing that. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's good times. She's 11. I have like seven more years of that to put up with. Mm. Possibly more. <laughs> well, when she's 18, she's not 100% my problem anymore. <laughs> she's society's problem. She's like 5% my problem. Um, Elway confronts Deb. She never told him that Dexter dated Hannah. He tells Hannah to join Team Elway or fuck off. Dexter poisons Vogel's tea. She still thinks that they're going to commit Saxon to an institution. Saxon sits in the restaurant playing the song over and over again. Dexter has M99 and plans to follow him to a quiet place to take him. Saxon gets into a white pickup and takes off, staring right at Dexter. Dexter finds that his tires are slashed. Harry warns that he might think that Saxon might think Vogel sent him. So, yeah, um, this scene, it would have been so much better had they chosen the song, like, What's New Pussycat? <laughs> or something that is just going to infuriate the other people. But then Saxon had to, like, beat the crap out of everyone in that that diner. <laughs> that, or they just, all of a sudden, everybody just starts leaving until he's the last person. <laughs> is, it, is that a John Mulaney thing, the story about... Playing what's new pussycat yeah. over and over again. Yeah. Until like everyone was mad at him. And then he throws in a different Tom Jones song right before going right back, back to what's, what's new, new pussycat. pussycat. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> but yeah, this this scene is just like he keeps playing it and it's really loud because yeah. Dexter is across the street and he can hear it. So he just keeps playing the song over and over. Yeah. And it must be a uh, a fairly inexpensive license. Because yeah, it's not like really a well-known 
Like I know who Mama Cass is, but I I couldn't tell you even what the title of that song is off the top of my head. So you got to make your own music. Oh, your- is that it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, Dexter manages to get back to Vogel's. She's live and says she wants to take care of Saxon herself. Dexter tells her he's running off with Hannah and Harrison. The camera reveals that Saxon is in Vogel's apartment. She asks him if he believes her now, and she's and he says, "Yes, you didn't send him." They sit down for breakfast. End of episode. Oh, so nice little good. family breakfast, right? Uh-huh. It- Everything about this whole Vogel thing is terrible. She went from at the beginning to like, oh, I don't have any kids, to, oh my god, I can be a mom again. What are you talking about, woman? Well, and think about like, <laughs> what's the best possible story slash, uh, like what's what's the best possible thing that can happen as a result of them sort of finding each other again? And my thought would be that, like, they team up to go after Dexter. Right. That's how I I kind of expected that to go when I first watched. I mean, we don't we don't usually go into spoilers on this show, but spoiler, that's not what happens. <laughs> what? <laughs> right. That's why I wasn't no. sure how to say it. But I mean, if anybody really cares that much at this point, <sighs> they have bigger issues than if we spoil what's oh, what's yeah. coming. But. Well, I'm out. Yeah, everybody yeah, dies except Harrison. I expected it to be like her trying to... Yeah. Go ahead, Brooke. Oh, I expected her to kind of take on this protective, nurturing thing with him and then go, okay, well, we need to go get rid of Dexter so, you know, she could keep him as her own Dexter. Yeah, sort. Dexter's a threat to her being with her son. Right. And, like, helping him fix himself or, you know... Maybe she can teach him the code and all that stuff, but Ugh, so much has happened this season. I don't remember what. <laughs> like it's like the beginning of the season, she was like pro Dexter, and now she's anti Dexter. She was a never Dexter, and uh, <laughs> it, it's crazy. I don't understand it. What's going on? But it's weird that she's not even really anti Dexter either. Like at this point, you would think it would be pretty much cut and dry. Like all right. I'm going to side with my son who I thought was dead or whatever. I mean, and she didn't even seem like surprised or feign shock when she's like, oh, he burned up in a fire. Oh, wait. Nope. Nope. Right here. Cool. No, she's driven by. No reaction. She's driven by ego and being the master manipulator. She wants to have like an army of psychopaths that do whatever she wants them to do. Which was my initial thought about what this season was going to be, but it's not. That would have been a better show. For sure. Because, yeah, like she wanted to have Dexter and Zach and be in charge of them. Uh, This was directed by John Dahl. He directed 16 episodes between seasons three and eight. And this is his final episode of the series. It was written by Karen Campbell, who wrote or co-wrote one episode each for season seven and eight as well as writing the story for one season five episode and serving as a staff writer for season six, a story editor for season seven, an executive story editor for season eight. And this is also her final episode. They went out on a high note. 
Yes, always. Uh, best line of the episode. Jeez, I don't even know. If- I actually did have one. Um, when Hannah says hungry to Deb and Deb looks at her and says, are you kidding? But she ate it anyway, so kind of null and void. But still, it was a good moment for, you know, two seconds. I did not have a best of line. Neither did I. Because <laughs> this was awful. I can write it my name. It wasn't easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's give it to Harrison. Mm-hmm. That's my mom. Jamie can wipe my butt. Uh, worst line of the episode. Look, Aunt Deb, I can write my name. <laughs> I uh, wish she not... could be my mom. Yeah. I pulled a Vogel line the when she looks at Dexter. I'm not going to let you kill him. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what? And, uh... How about the performance of the episode? Do we do we have to do those still? <laughs> I mean, yeah. There were there were characters and performers in this episode. <laughs> there were some things that happened. Were there good ones though, or like even not terrible ones? Even Michael C. Hall sucks at this point. He doesn't even care anymore. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't give it to him at this point. I wouldn't give it to anybody. I'll give it to Elway for uh, being. <laughs> divisive and being like i need you to pick a side team elway or the highway yeah i give it to hannah for selling us on argentina (laughs) sure i'll go with either of those because i have no one to choose i will not give it to deb because she's being manipulated constantly and i hate it but is she she's just asking for more time bro I just need a little more time. Yeah. Like, had she got a little bit more time in this episode, I think <laughs> she would have been able to pull out that performance. Uh, they cut that scene. And I know we don't do spoilers, but I'm just going to put it out there. Sorry to anybody who does not know this, but in the next episode, she's going to ask for more time. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> well, that's, that's what the show is all about at this point, is let's tread water until the last two minutes. And then even Fun. even the resolution in the next episode won't be satisfying. We're just going to tread water until the last two minutes. I really wish a shark would come by and bite everybody's legs. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thanks everybody for helping. If that's what you did. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. We will see you on the next Deeply Discussing Dexter. <laughs>